it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. I'm so incredibly glad that you are here. So today I have the pleasure of talking to Javier Melendez, who is a promo product uh, industry veteran. So he has 10 years in the promotional products industry with a Massey certification and is based in central Massachusetts. With selling millions of promotional incentive products under his belt, he has worked with various clients from local high schools to Fortune 500 companies and many industries in between. So this year, as I'm sure a lot of you have noticed who've been in the social circles um, in promo, he kind of exploded onto the scene and I think TikTok has a, a huge part in that. So. Some of the videos that Javier has created have reached over 100,000 views, which is pretty incredible. So Javi is such a sweetheart. I'm specifically talking to him about his participation in ASI's promo on the go social media campaign, which he was the winner. So he created a really interesting and fun and lighthearted um, submission using Instagram reels and uh film cutout of promo. So I feel like this episode is really valuable because you'll get an inside look at how Javier approaches his current social media strategy, what works for him, um, kind of the lighthearted approach that he takes. And I think kind of the fearless approach that he takes because he's somebody who's not afraid to fail and try something different, which I think is something that ironically makes you successful in social media, which is taking calculated risks, being willing to try things that are new um, for the benefit of yourself, your brand and your audience, but also, you know, owning up to the fact that we don't always get it right, right? So we're going to dive into his strategy and also his winning posts. So let's get into our interview with Javi. Hey everyone, it's Melissa. I'm so excited to be joined by Javier, who is the winner of our promo on the go social media contest. He did such a cool job with his submission. If you guys haven't checked it out, it is literally so awesome. So welcome to the show, Javier. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. I have like wanted to talk to you one to one for so long. So when you won, I was like, yes, this is the perfect opportunity. So I'm super excited. <laughs> no, exactly. Same. It's been uh, it's been great going back and forth online. But when you can connect with someone, it's awesome. Yeah, you know, isn't it funny? Like I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. It's just like the friends you have on the internet, on social. It's like your ships in the night. It's like we've never met in person, but that person's my homie. So I was just like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> it's always fun when you can meet people, especially like at a show or something like that. And you know, they run up to him like, hi, who are you? They're like, I'm this account. It's like, oh, hey. It's like <laughs> <Yeah. friend." laughs> exactly. 100% how it is. So I wanted to ask you for people who may not be as familiar with your awesome, like social presence <laughs> or you being in, you know, promo for a while. Tell me a little bit more about yourself and your road to kind of promo, how you started your career. Yeah. So um, I, I want to say I've been a lifer already because I've been in the graphics industry since uh, <laughs> high school. I went to a vocational high school. And so um, I started working at 14 years old, learning about printing presses and graphic design and Adobe. Wow. And then my senior year, um, we, we did screen printing, learned a little bit more, won a silver award for a, voca uh, a statewide vocational contest, things like that. So 
fast forward now 10 years, you know, I've done all different types of campaigns, large events, small events, the high school uniforms, all the way up to, you know, 15,000 uh, individual kits being mailed out. So it, my, my, my experience is kind of vast, but it's, it's fun because, you know, I've done things like get an MASI certification. I've done things like work with clients and uh, not lately I've been doing a lot of uh, give back and, you know, volunteering with organizations like Promo Kitchen and such. So it's been, uh, it's been kind of a wide berth it's, it's, it's over 10 years. And, uh, but again, I don't like to stop growing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next 10 years in the industry as well. <laughs> I think that's awesome. And it's crazy that you got into promo at such a young age, because I know for myself and a lot of other promo professionals I've talked to, it's kind of been like, you know, this thing where people have just fallen into, you know, and it's everywhere, yeah. like promos everywhere. It is so like infused in our society. So for me, like when I went to school, you know, I had no kind of ambition to be like, you know what, what I'm going to go into the promotional products industry, you know, like I have no kind of recollection of saying that, but it's like, here I am. And it's so cool. Like it is such a neat um, industry to get into. There's so many growth opportunities. And I think there's a home kind of for everybody, you know, like no matter who you serve, what you're into, you know, if yeah. you're creative, if you're into building great relationships and providing kind of creative solutions for your clients, like this is the place to be. So I wanted to ask you, you know, uh, for your career and promo, you know, what do you think's what's next? You know, I feel like you've kind of been uh, cultivating your uh, authority and thought leadership through social you know, what's kind of next for you in promo, the next step? I mean, you know, life's going to take you where life's going to take you. That's the kind of role I've always taken. But um, it's funny because uh, one thing I've always tried to instill with the things I do in life is plan for the worst, hope for the best. So I've always, I always try to do that, you know, and keep that in mind. But at the same time, something my father taught me when I was young is always cross train. So I take that as always learn about what's the newest decoration, what's the newest uh, avenue to do things, what's what's going to be coming up next, or and when you have the opportunity to learn something, learn it, because that way you, you can instill that value. So like for myself, if I'm always learning about what's the newest decoration methods, or if I'm learning about new tech or certifications, that's going to help me be better for my clients, you know, down the road. So that's the way I've always kind of looked at things, and I'm hoping in my, you know, as, as things move and uh, we get past 2020, um, you know, th we'll see where the road takes us. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you and everybody else in promo, right? But I think mm -hmm. that that's wonderful, though. You know, I think one of the worst things that you can ever do in any profession is to stay stagnant. And I think that that's how things, especially if you like where you work, you know, and you want to yeah. stay in the industry, it keeps it fresh if you're always looking for new opportunities to learn and you know, you can stay humble and be teachable and you're willing to try different things and, you know, listen to different experts and kind of bring that into your workflow. So I love that mentality. So I want to get into your winning post for promo on the go. When I got tagged on the ASI Central Instagram, I was laughing so hard. It was like a weekend. I was like, this is so awesome. And then I love 80s music. So I was just like, this is even better. Like, so tell me yeah. what went into creating that post. You know, so it's funny. I'm known a lot for like my TikToks and such. And so a lot of people don't realize 90% of them are spur of the moment ideas that just come to my head, whether it's something I'm frustrated with or something that um, I just, you know, randomly have. So it's like funny because, you know, I'll listen to different things, whatever. It's like, oh, this song came on 
And I was like, huh, that works. So, then I, grabbed it, so I grabbed this guy and I'm like, all right, let's get, let's get going. And uh, I grabbed my, my, my light and my cell phone and the little tripod I have. And I'm like, all right. So I'm sitting down and I was working anyways. I'm sitting down and I'm like, this would work. So I grabbed the broom, the duct tape, put them on the duct tape. And I had them behind my back as I'm recording the video. And uh, it just kind of, kind of fell in and worked. And I was like, yeah, all right, that works. The only person I showed before I posted it was my wife. And I'm like, what do you think? She goes, I don't know how you come up with this stuff. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so out of left field. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, I guess I should have been a left fielder because I, I, a lot of things come out of left field my yeah. life though. <laughs> yeah. And it works totally. Cause I mean, like, I think, uh, you know, I'm glad you gave that as an example and you kind of took us behind your process because I think a lot of people kind of overthink social and sometimes you know, the ideas that kind of people don't overthink and are just fun and creative and, you know, use kind of like what you have are the ones that resonate the most. So I was just like, this is such a neat like little video. And then when you want, I was like, this is even cooler, like that so many people liked it. So for you, I know that you really stand out on TikTok. That seems to be the platform that has set you apart from the pack and promo. Oh, look how that rhymed. Um, But <laughs> <laughs> So tell me which other platforms you're leaning into and why. Well, so I like TikTok because of two reasons. One, any video can trend at any time. The way the algorithm is, it's just kind of weird like that. But the other thing is that like it's easy for me to record the videos in a style I like to. And then I can just take that and post it kind of evergreen into other platforms. So like I might have a video that does really well on, on TikTok. Like I have one that was for hand sanitizer and I had 115,000 views. But then when I put it on like Twitter and Facebook and stuff, it's like, eh, okay, like nothing really. But then I have other videos, like I did one with a Santa hat and I put it on LinkedIn and that one, you know, that afternoon I had a meeting with a client of mine and they're like, Javi, why do you already have a Santa hat out in October? And I'm like, hey, we're talking about it. It worked. I don't want to hear it. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it, you know. I'm kind of in a, diff- a lot of sp- uh, places, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and I, some videos will make it on other platforms like Instagram, my stories, they typically always make it there, but like LinkedIn might be more, a little bit more focused businessy, whereas, you know, Facebook, I might post in a Facebook group, you know, I had eight, eight proof, uh, eight proof revisions today and, and my expression around that. And it's like, it all depends where, where it ends up, but they're spur of the moment for me. I don't try to script out anything really. I actually don't like when videos are really that scripted out and you can tell it was scripted out. The, I think mm-hmm. the spur of the moment, the evergreen, the, um, the this just happened. I'm just going to record what happens. If I don't like it, I can delete it later. Um, but that gives that authenticity that I think social media really needs because, you know, everyone kind of has like a really, really short attention span right now. And everybody can kind of always tell when you're shoveling manure and just putting out stuff that just is like, hey, I'm posting to post. And it's like, yeah, I hate that. But if you post something like authentic, like, hey, look, this is, yeah, this is a product, let's say whatever, this is a product, but here's how you can use it to solve a solution. You know, maybe it's whatever. I just did one this morning of a great, a little gift for holiday, like showing, hey, we want to grow with you. And it's a tree. You know, you send somebody a tree and it's like, we want to grow with you. What a great message that sends versus like, hey, this is my product, buy it now. And it's like, 
that sucks. Everybody hates that. They, they're not on social for that. But it gives a little bit of a break using humor, using authenticity versus everybody else who's just like post, 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 hard sell, hard sell, hard sell. Mm. So that's the way I try to be is authentic, a little bit breaking up the monotony of social. And I get it. It's not for everybody. Totally understand. I've had people tell me, why would you post that? That's dumb, stuff like that. And I'm like, but we're talking. We're having a conversation. Yeah. It's, it, you're engaging. Even if you didn't engage with the post, you engaged with me. So it's working. And yeah, sometimes you can have ne- negative optics. You can have a post that doesn't really hit the mark. But that's part of leaning out. That's part of being authentic. Not everything I post is gonna. Everyone's gonna like. I understand that. But we're all adults, and we all can have a conversation. Like. You don't have to like everything that somebody posts, but if they're being authentic and they're being engaging, they're trying. And I think that that's the trouble a lot of people have in the industry. They're worried about trying and failing. I can Mm -hmm. tell you right now, I've had videos that have failed so hard on me that I've actually got a lot of pushback on. It's like, but I'm trying, I'm working towards a goal of being more authentic and being more engaging. So, and it's working in the sense that clients are talking to me more about them. Or I, like today, I had a client talk to me about the video I just posted today. So that's hard for the industry. And I understand that because it's different, but it doesn't mean that different is bad. Different is just changing to evolve with the world. So that's kind of how I, t- I look at social. No, I love that mentality. And I think you're spot on because honestly, um, you know, not just on social, but I think people it's really hard for them not to be liked by other people, you know? So I feel like, you know, being comfortable enough in yourself and having a thick enough skin where it's like, you're going to put something out and people could potentially judge it. And it could be either a positive, you know, or negative reaction, or people could kind of be indifferent. But I feel like, you know, uh, maybe this year, because I know a lot of people feel pressured to sustain their business with everything that's going on. It might be a little bit more singular, but I think not every customer is for you, right? You know, so it's just like, I think the best thing that you can do when it comes to marketing yourself as a brand or individual or a company is like you said, it's just to keep it authentic, you know, and you might do something where, you know, maybe the camera angle could have been better, or there's a typo in your caption, or you try a trend and it's not really something that's relevant to your audience or they would have interest in, but like you said, you tried. You know what I mean? So I feel like you refine what works for you, you get better. And then also too, you know, you can continue to serve your audience because you know what resonates. Like having those failures actually gives you really good feedback because you can be like, well, I've spent time doing these last couple of, you know, I don't know, like we'll say tutorials on Tuesday. And Mm -hmm. people are just like, yawn, (laughs) you know, they're like, I don't find this interesting. Or, you know, maybe you're doing more like product demos or you're doing, you know, like you, you poke um, a little fun at the industry. You have a good sense of humor, which I think people really gravitate towards in your videos. You know, maybe if that wasn't something that worked for you, or maybe you felt like was more forced because you were trying it, you could just pivot to something else. Like social doesn't have to be something that you know, people sweat as much over as they do, I think, in our industry, you know? No, it totally. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, don't be afraid to try different things. Like you're going to, some people are going to have fails on social, but mm-hmm. the other thing is too, it's like, you kind of have to change your mentality. If you're, especially if you're in sales, right? Yeah. You have to change your mentality. It's not the five minute demo you get on a show floor. It's not a 20 minute meeting. 
It's yep. showing people, hey, this is um, this is a, a possible solution, right? So if, if you say if you're a product rep, this is a possible solution and how this product could fit. This is um, a little bit of day in the light. Show them the factory floor and how you print something. Show them how you 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 and your team are doing um, social give back, like volunteering at a, yep. a an event or something like that. Those pieces build authenticities with brand. And nowadays, people that are on social care more about authenticity than they do about a flyer that says that your item's on sale for uh, for a dollar less than what it usually is, or that you're offering um, free drop shipping on 100 pieces. Yeah, that's nice to know. That's not why someone's following you. They're following you for product ideas. They're following you for solutions to problems that their cl their clients or their um, or other people may be having, and how maybe you could help with that problem. Unless it's like you know something like a. A, a meme account or something like that in which case we're following you for the laughs not gonna yep, lie same, we're following you for the laughs yep that's like literally on my personal like instagram that's like 98 percent of the accounts that i follow <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> but no i mean think about it this way if if you get a message on linkedin right and it's hey i want to have a meeting so i can sell you my product that sucks you're going to ignore it you're going to delete the connection yep but if like hey i'm posting some stuff you you're also in the promo industry like to have a conversation about it or like to just follow you because i like what you're doing and i've had that happen to me i people randomly send me connection requests and i'm like hey i just want to know why are you why do you want to connect with me well we're in the same industry and i like what you're doing great love it anything i can do to help please message me i'd rather have people that follow me because it's like uh, because they like what I'm doing and they're finding some value in it. Cause if you're not finding value in it and then why am I doing it? So I like hearing that feedback as well. And I think a lot of content creators like hearing that feedback as well, because if you're not finding value, then why am I doing this? But I'm finding value. So that's why I keep doing it. No. And I think that's awesome, especially to hear for organic, because, you know, we haven't had really a discussion about like paid advertising for social or like social advertising. But I think that's extremely powerful because I think, I think that's also part of the disconnect, especially for people who fall into the sales realm in promo yeah. that are trying to use social media as a channel for marketing as they're like, you know, brand equity, thought leadership, like what's the bottom line? Like I'm spending time making this video or something for TikTok, you know, how can I tie that back to sales? But I think what you're talking about right now, which is generating conversations, people finding value in the content that you're producing for them. It's like, you're building that network. Somebody may not want to work with you now, but you're staying top of mind. So down the line, you know, hey, I remember A, B, and C. And I thought that that was so cool. He seems like somebody who is genuine, authentic. Like for me, like as a customer, putting myself in your customer shoes, like that's who I would want to work with. You know, somebody that's not pushing a hard sell, but somebody who's not afraid to be themselves and is, you know, engaging, you know, and not really like pushing the product and stuff, which I think, some people kind of miss on social so yeah no totally and just to recap on that one thing a lot of sales managers will tell you oh it's eight to twelve touches eight to twelve touches mm -hmm. eight to twelve touches okay that's fine it doesn't always need to be a phone call your eight to twelve touches five six of them could be a, a funny social media engagement or or whatnot it doesn't always need to be a phone call or a meeting <laughs> yeah right like we're all over meetings in 2020 like enough right now guys no more zoom <laughs> We're all Zoom fatigued. <laughs> so exactly. 
us going back kind of to like the promo industry, because I think sometimes, you know, some of the common barriers we just listed is maybe misconceptions about what social is, what the ROI isn't. I think time is one, you know, maybe lack of education or staff. So like, you know, what do you think, uh, what were you, I would say, is your best piece of advice for promo professionals who are looking to use social media for their business? Like, what would you give them? What advice? I would probably say it's going to revolve. It's going to be hard, right? It's not mm-hmm. something that's easy to do if you're not used to doing it. So it's going to be hard when you first start out, mm-hmm. but it gets easier. And what I would probably recommend is look around, don't get stuck in, in scrolling, but maybe look around and see a few different accounts, um, supplier or distributor, what's kind of working. Don't forget to look outside the industry because sometimes you'll find great inspiration outside the industry and kind of what's working, what's trending and whatnot. And then just take a quick look at yourself and say, is this what I want to do? Is this the direction I want to go? And then do it. Don't just, don't get stuck in planning mode. It's like LinkedIn. Don't get stuck in building your profile. You also need to engage. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you can spend however many hours or whatever on your profile, but if you don't press publish, if you don't you know, actually go and do it and engage, you're kind of just wasting time because all you're doing is basically, you might as well just be in Word making a resume. Yeah, so, Word. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, you have to take a little time, do your research. That's That's good, but also just do it. And then if you fail, you fail. That's okay. Learn from the failure. You, so many people talk about that. Learn from the failure and move forward. So that's probably what I would say is do your research and then move forward. I like that. No, I think that's solid advice. Like, and what you said before, you know, about engaging, that's like a key piece, like being genuine and authentic, you know, being okay to fail, trying new things, like taking calculated risks. And yeah. then just kind of like finding whatever cadence or rhythm works for you because you know, social media strategy is not one size fits all. And like what works for you might not work for me, might not work for ASI. So I think, you know, uh, like you said, take that inspiration from your peers, find things that you like and experiment, but don't kind of be beholden to being like, well, A, B, and C is doing all this, you know, so I have to do that because it's like, what can you really physically sustain for your social media strategy that makes sense? So I like that. I like that you take a realistic approach, you know, to social media, because I think it sets you up for success. Well, that's the other thing. If you're going to be authentic, you are not an entire five person social media. Uh, <laughs> team. I'm saying like you as a, as a person or whatever, you are not a five person yeah. team, right? And if you're, if you're working for a big brand, then you are a five person team and you can do five person team things. I'm Javi. I'm a sales rep. I have calls. I have meetings. I have my own things to do these 30 second, 15 second videos, which typically may only take, uh, you know, three to four minutes to record. And then I just post, 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 post. So, so like 10 minutes max is like yeah. the most time I'm going to dedicate. And yet they're not professionally done. They're not whatever. I mean, this is just a, a simple screen background and stuff <laughs> like that. It's not, uh, yes, this isn't virtual. This is actually just like a, a tarp. That's but, why the wood is billowing guys. But no, so you know what I mean? It's, you don't need to have a $500 production budget. You don't need to do whatever. My a friend of mine, Kirby, you know, when I was at his, uh, I was at an education class of his earlier this year um, before COVID and everything, he said, all you need is this. Yep. This is all you need. This is the only tool, maybe a light, but all you need is this. And I took that to heart. And that's actually right after that class, like, 
all right, I'm going to start. And I started actually on the plane back from uh, the conference I was at. And here we are. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I like, and in such short amount of time too, you know, so I think that that's also like a cool testament to your strategy working. So this has been an awesome conversation, but I always yeah. like to end with kind of something fun. So if there's one movie that you could watch like again and again, your favorite that you would never get tired of, what would it be and why? That's hard. Um, so that is a hard question. I, I, I really can't. So let, let me say it this way. The movies that, you know, things that you refer to often are probably always going to be listed as your favorite. Yeah. And I am well known for making Top Gun and Airplane movie references. So I have to say it's a top up, toss up between those two because I'll, one, my wife doesn't has never watched the movie Top Gun and I'll say things to her and she's like, what? And I'm like, yes, exactly. That's perfect. Thank you for the response. <laughs> and I'll say things like airplane and I'll be like, surely you can't be serious. And I'm waiting for the response back and I'm like, okay, not going to get it. <laughs> so I have to say it's probably like slapstick movies or, you know, Top Gun and Airplane are probably the two ones I could definitely watch all day long. Yeah, they're good. I really like Airplane. Also, I think like Leslie Nielsen makes that movie like The Naked Gun. Yeah. Like me and my brother, like can quote probably all three of those movies and they're so ridiculous, but you know, we'll just like laugh, you know, like we'll just laugh because it's just like so silly. But yeah, oh, those are good yeah. movies. Yeah, exactly. That's it, movies you can refer back to are probably going to be the ones you list in your favorites, ones you always crack jokes about or whatnot. Yeah. And that's same thing with like books and stuff like that. That's how you know what's your favorite. It's the one you refer to the most. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you so much for our conversation today. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. I'm so glad I got to do it outside of the Twitter realm. And <laughs> thank you so much for sharing all your insight. It's been a true pleasure. No, and thank you to all you folks over there at ASI. You guys really help uh, keep the industry moving forward. Uh, what you guys do and such. So thank you so much for every, uh, everything you guys do for the industry. And uh, thank you for engaging on social and such. And uh, this has been a, a wonderful conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for the praise. I'm right back at you. Well, thanks, Javier. <laughs> Take care. Take care.